Five things every podcaster should know about pay-to-play podcasting. Welcome to Legit Podcast Pro. I'm Gordon Firemark. See you right after this. Welcome to Legit Podcast Pro. This is the show where I share business and legal tips and information and strategies for content creators like you, so you never have to wonder because I'm giving you the answers. So hi there. As you probably know, I typically record this episode while I'm live streaming at the same time, but I'm on the road this week speaking at the Sublimation Summit in Peachtree City, Georgia. So this episode is being pre-recorded, and it might just be a little shorter than the usual episode, but don't worry, we'll be back in the saddle with a regular schedule next week. So we're going to talk about five things that you need to know as a creator about pay-to-play podcasting. Pay-to-play podcasting is a practice where podcasters charge guests or advertisers for the opportunity to appear on the podcast. And a few things that you need to know about this, and I'm just going to run through a few of them really quickly here. First off, pay-to-play podcasting is not the norm. Most podcasters don't charge guests or advertisers to appear on their show. And in fact, many podcasters view the practice of pay-to-play podcasting as unethical and exploitive. Secondly, pay-to-play podcasting can be risky for your reputation. If you start charging guests or advertisers to appear on your podcast, well, that could come out and it would damage your reputation as a podcaster. Your listeners may start to view you as someone who's only in it for the money rather than providing valuable content, useful information, and so on. And in fact, when I informally surveyed my college media law students, Almost all of them said that knowing that a guest paid to be on the podcast might make them stop listening and find something else to consume instead. Number three, pay-to-play podcasting can limit the guest pool. If you charge guests to appear on your podcast, you're limiting the pool of potential guests to those who are willing or able to pay. And that could prevent you from booking higher quality guests who have valuable insights and perspectives to share with your audience. Now, it also limits it in a good way in that you you are not going to have to pick and choose from among a lot, lot of, of potential guests who were just hoping for some free publicity, right? So something to think about. Uh, number four on my list of things you should know about pay-to-play podcasting can be is that it can be a violation of advertising guidelines and regulations for uh, uh, endorsers that have been put out by the U.S. government. If you charge folks to appear on your podcast, you could be violating the guidelines set forth by the Federal Trade Commission here in the States. The FTC requires that advertisers disclose any material connection they have with a product or a service that they are promoting. And the guest, in many instances, is either the product or the, the, the vendor of the service that they're there to promote. And if you're charging advertisers or guests to appear on your podcast, well, that is a material connection. They're giving you money in exchange for access to your audience. 
A good comparison here is to the payola scandals that rocked the radio industry back in the 1950s and 60s. A series of controversies in the industry, in the music industry, where the record companies were paying DJs on the radio to play their songs on the air in order to increase the popularity and sales for those records. And the practice was illegal and unethical, and it led to congressional investigations, and a few people went to jail. And um, it gave an unfair advantage to certain artists and deprived certain listeners, uh, well, deprived all the listeners, of access to a diverse and authentic musical experience. Those scandals led to increased regulation of the industries and a greater emphasis on transparency and integrity in the relationship between the record labels, the artists, and the radio stations. This is something we podcasters really, and other content creators for that matter, really need to start thinking about. Because if we don't self-regulate in this area and adopt the, the regulations as, as they currently exist, the practice could become a target for governments to try to regulate things even further. So if you're going to do uh, pay or play, uh, excuse me, pay to play, be scrupulous about disclosing the financial relationship between guest and podcaster so that audiences are fully informed when they choose to listen or watch a particular show. So number five, pay to play really isn't going to work for most podcasters. It's not, it's probably only going to work for you if you've got either a really big audience that is highly targeted. So guests will desperately want to be on the show and reach those folks or your audience is so narrowly niched down and targeted that some brands, it's just such a good fit that they really want to get in front of them. But in that latter scenario, think about other ways. Explore this possibility of maybe a more traditional advertising or sponsorship relationship or of creating a branded podcast or a series that is specifically for that brand, something they can really call their own. It's possible you could actually get them to pay you to make the episodes for or and with them. And then you can do a cross promotion or a feed drop in your RSS feed or something like that, which will help them to attract your audience over to that new show and they can get their message out in front of them that way. You'd still have to do some of those disclosures and things, but it's an, it's a little easier uh, to get the messaging right in a branded show. So I know that there are some big podcasters out there who are making bank doing pay to play. And yeah, I know a lot of them aren't doing the disclosures I talked about. So I think that's illegal and it's just a matter of time before the regulators take note. But either way, in my opinion, the drawbacks of pay-to-play outweigh the potential benefit for most podcasters. This can damage your reputation. It limits your guest pool and probably violates some advertising guidelines as well. So if you ask me, it's important to focus on making high-quality content that attracts guests and advertisers naturally rather than relying on pay-to-play tactics. So that's going to do it for this episode of Legit Podcast Pro. I'm Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, and I will be back again next week with another episode. Thanks for being here. In the meantime, go out and create something amazing and make your impact on the world so we have uh, uh, the, the kind of positivity in this industry that we, that we desire. And listen, if you've got a topic that you would like to cover on Legit Podcast Pro, let me know in the comments. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, if you have something to contribute there, do that as well. Let me know and we'll, we'll uh, get that into the pipeline. So that's it for this episode. See you again next time. Thanks for listening.